Welcome to You Can, the podcast. I'm your host, Steve Eck, and I want to help you live your success. So let's go. And today, is this is going to be a fun one today. I, if you can hear me smiling as I'm talking, I am literally smiling. I'm excited about this. Today, I'm going to be talking about overcoming fear. And I was thinking of a few stories, and this is what's making me really kind of laugh in that. And I'm going to start it off with a story of me as a nine-year-old. And to overcome fear, you, you just have to face it. You just have to do it. I mean, you feel that everybody feels fear and you just have to do it. And I look back through my life and I always felt fear. Like everyone feels, I feel it today. And I'm going to talk about how I address that today. And I you know, want you to consider doing the same thing I did. So let's go back to the story. There I am in the fourth grade, a nine-year-old boy, and I'm on the playground with my friends, and we're just getting into sports. Like we're, I'm just playing peewee football and or park district football. And when you play park district football or sports, you have to wear a jock strap. And the company that made a jock strap back then was called Bike, B-I-K-E, Bike Company. So the term for like a nine-year-old, a nine-year-old mindset was bike. Uh, was the equivalent to the male part. You know, we're just going to leave it right there. You get what I'm talking about. So we came up with this stupid joke, and we'd ask girls, do you have a bike? Yeah, and then we'd all laugh ridiculous because a a bike was, to us, uh, meant the male part. Uh, So we would laugh hysterically, you know, which was the dumbest joke on earth. But again, I'm nine years old. you got to cut me some slack on that. And I can't even believe I remember this story. So we get into the classroom, and my teacher was Mrs. Solow. She was nice. She looked a little bit like a witch, but she was nice. Uh, And then somebody asked her, do you have a bike? And I remember just freezing. I remember feeling my chest. I'm like, oh, no, we're not going there. And uh, she goes, yes. And every boy, including myself, we laughed because, you know, that was our mentality. That was our humor. And she didn't get the joke. And... uh, She's like, what's so funny? And all of a sudden laughter just went right to silence. And we all just sat there, you know, like, what was so funny? Like, how are we going to tell this teacher the the punchline of the joke, you know, the brunt of the joke? She's the brunt of the joke. And and she was furious. Who's going to tell me this, you know, and this and that. And finally, I raised my hand. Like, uh, my heart is beating. It's going to come out of my chest. And I raised my hand and I stood up and I said, Bike is another word for dick. And that was all I said. And everybody looked and she turned beet red and just took me out of the room, read me the riot act, you know. And I'm like, as a nine-year-old, I was a good kid. I'm like, I just said dick to my teacher. And I wasn't a kid that would say that. But the story I'm getting at is I was so afraid I mean, I was terrified as every other boy in that room was terrified. Nobody wanted to do this. And I did it. I did it anyway. In my whole life, I can sit and keep telling story after story on how I was so afraid. And I still did what I needed to do. So that's kind of what this episode is going to be about. You know, feeling the fear. Being afraid and taking the action. So 
I want to I'm going to make this bold statement for you and then I want you to even pause this or contemplate it re you know come back to it or which sounds more painful which pain would you rather endure the fear of doing something overcoming the fear of doing something like you're afraid of public speaking, going and doing the public speaking, or living with the feeling of being helpless against your fear. So when you don't take action to overcome your fear, you're helpless. You're a victim of your fear. It's really that, you know, none of us want to be a victim. None of us want to be helpless. But that's what you are when you don't take action against your fear. You're, you're helpless against your fear. Which would you rather live with? The overcoming of fear or living with the constant helplessness against it? And I hope that that's, to me, that's such a powerful, powerful thing to say. And I hope that that hits home. So I want to describe the uh, d- the four different fears you feel and how you're going to overcome them. And then I'm going to finish this up with uh, with a happy thought, with a fun thought of how to overcome fear. So the four different kinds of fear are the first. If you hear a train in the background, it's because I'm in the uh, loft and it's, you know, the trains in the background, planes are going over, you're going to hear ambient sounds, you know, and, and this is unscripted. There's, you know, I'm going to try not to cough or burp or anything like that. Just my little warning. Um, anyway, the, so the first fear is the primal fear, and that's the caveman fear. You know, they had to be afraid for their life. The, I leave the cave and I might get eaten by a saber-toothed tiger. Now, I don't even know if cavemen and saber-toothed tiger exist at the same time, but you get the idea, right? That primal fear is the fear of somebody with a gun to your head. The I might die fear. And that's the fear that you, you're like, I'm not going to just stroll out of the cave as a caveman, walk right in the middle of the path, whistling down the path where every like animal that could attack me can see me. You know, instead I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to use my fear. I'm going to hide in the bushes. I'm going to creep silently. This is fear-driven. Primal fear is okay. And we don't practice getting over primal primal fear. It's not like you're going to go to a stranger. Do me a favor. Hold a gun to my head, right? You You don't get over primal fear like that. So that's the first kind, and we're not even really going to get past that little bit of it. I just wanted to describe it to you. The second kind of fear I want you to think about is things that happen. We're afraid of things that happen. We don't have control over. They're happening. And these are things like people are afraid of getting into a car accident. People are afraid of natural disasters. Uh, They're afraid of um, growing old. They're afraid of aging. They're uh, afraid of war. You know, things, they're afraid of lightning. These are things that occur that you have no control over. They happen. And it's not like, hey, get past it. Go out and get in a car accident. That's how you get past it. You don't take action like that. These are things that happen, right, that you have no control over, 
And that's a fear. And, and again, to process that, to dig deep, you can look, why did that scare me? And uh, so let me, let me give you a little, you know what, a little talk like this. You ever see a, a small child, two, three, four years old, and they see a little garden snake just kind of slithering in the grass, and they laugh, and they go to try to catch the snake, and they bend over. You can visualize this, right? Because this child has no fear of the snake. And then what happens is an adult sees a snake, sees a child, and yells or screams, you know, and then the child reacts to that, stands up and looks, and then all of a sudden the situation just got scary, and now that child is going to be afraid of snakes. The snake never bit it. The snake never attacked it. That child is now going to carry the fear that was instilled in them from someone else. That's somebody else's fear that's now theirs. So that's the kind of stuff that you really need to work through and process to move past because your fears are brought in this way. Anyway, so I'm going to continue. So we have the primal fear, and then we have the stuff that happens to you. Now, the next two is what I'm really focusing on. The next one is action fear. These are the fear of public speaking, the fear of changing careers, the fear of talking on the phone, the uh, fear of Ending a relationship, the fear of starting a relationship, the fear of intimacy, um, the the fear of you know just that kind of fear that it's gonna a fear of going back to school, you know I'm too old for this or something like that and and so these are the fears that require you to take action. So the easiest thing for you to do is not take action, you know just not. Do it, and we can come up with a thousand ways to convince ourselves that we don't need to take action rather than going, what would happen if, you know, and plan it out. And, but I'll get in the, you know, what ifs, because we'll talk about that today too. So these are action ones. And then the last one, and if you listen to an episode or two ago, and I talked about ego and self-esteem, the last one are ego fears. What would happen if I, you know, uh, went out of business? You know, what would people think of me? Uh, the fear of failure, um, the fear of being conned, the fear of um, being disabled, or not, yeah, disabled, the, the fear um, of reputation, like all of a sudden your reputation is just tarnished. You know, these are the the ego. I shouldn't say disability, d disabled. You know, because that's a different fear. But you know, that's a, we think that. Um, but these are the the like. What would happen? My ego would be so bruised. What if I failed? You know, the the fear of failing the test. It's actually not the test, but the ego. What would people think of me if? They found out I wasn't as smart. You know what? So these are the fear that's uh, it's basically your ego. You know, these are the ego-driven fears. And so those are the four kinds. Where we're talking about today is taking action and even taking action for the ego ones. Right? They're the ones that stop us from taking risk. The ego fear, how we... You know, the action fear is we don't take action. You know, the phone rings. We don't answer the phone. We don't make the phone call. 
With the ego fears, what we do is we throw up our shields. You know, we throw up the first one. We throw up the second one. We're protecting ourselves. We don't take risk. We Let's play it safe. Let's stay in our comfort zone. But we'll always tell ourselves we're reaching out of our comfort zone because we also know it's not good to stay in our comfort zone. So that's what I'm talking about is to take risks. So you look at these last two, and I want you to say, what if they handle, uh, they happened? And I'm going to tell you what if. You know what would happen? You would handle it. That's exactly what would happen. You would handle it. Everything I've talked about, everything you can put in those categories, those last two categories, you've seen happen to other people over and over and over, and they've bounced back. You know, especially that that loss of reputation. Think about how many people through time have lost their reputation and then gained it back again. You can do that. What if it happens to me? The answer is you will handle it. So when we have that, that fearful mind, and it's always the what if comes after that, and our, our brain, our chatterbox, our little saboteur, follows the what if question with definitely what if, well, something negative. That's what if. Something negative, something negative, something negative, and then we don't take the action. And then we don't change, and then we stay in our comfort zone. And so what I'm going to finish this podcast up with is... Embracing change. You know what? There's no struggle. There's challenges. And embrace the challenge. Embrace the change. And this is my today's Steve mentality. It's not the nine-year-old, you know, dick joke Steve, but it's today. Today's, I still can't believe I told that story. Um, Today's mentality. What if I had the ability to look into a crystal ball to see my future, right? And, and I can't deviate from my future. Steve, this is your future. This is every day of your life. You get to watch it and, and you know, high def and, and fast forward and, and all of that. And you cannot change any of it. You have to live this. Nothing deviates. Would you take that opportunity? And I'm going to tell you flat out, you know what scares me? that. If I don't have the ability to take in change, if I don't have the ability to take on a challenge, the, 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 the true passion for me is the adventure. And the adventure is not doing something I've already done. There's no adventure in doing a puzzle for the second time. You've already done it. The true adventure, the true gusto of life, the true challenge, the true feeling of achievement, of being proud of yourself, is taking on the unknown, taking on the change, embrace the change, and and you only have to know a couple things. One, I know that I cannot make a bad decision because regardless of the decision I make, I can make the best out of it. That's a hundred percent the truth and I don't make this is going to sound funny but I don't fail because I don't I was going to say I don't make mistakes I make a ton of mistakes I don't fail because I don't quit 
and I've taken on some mighty, mighty challenges. I mean, I'm talking financial challenges, physical challenges, and I never quit, right? That's true failure is giving up. I've pivoted. Of course, I've pivoted. So that's really what it is. And now I'm going to give you, I'm going to leave you with this last little tip that really helps you get more disciplined in thinking about change and challenge. We don't, and this might sidetrack a little bit, but we don't embrace our wins. We don't celebrate ourselves enough. I had somebody say that to me not that long ago. How do you celebrate yourself? And it stopped me in my tracks when, when, that, when I was asked that. So what we need to do to keep going and to enjoy the, the life and to take on the challenges is, is you know what, you're going to fail. You know what, you're going to make mistakes. But you're also going to win. You're going to get things right. And when you get things right, stop and say, I got that right. Pretty good. Proud of myself. I'm proud of myself. And when you get things wrong and you make a mistake, you say to yourself, I've just learned a lesson. I learned how to not do something. And when you can start thinking about change in this way and challenges and find out that the unknown is really not scary, the known is scary, right? The crystal ball thing, that would scare the hell out of me. I don't know if I can continue in life if I couldn't have the ability to change it regardless of how it went. I'd feel like, okay, time to go through the motions. And I, and I, I am not a go-through-the-motions person. So that's what it comes down to, right? Embrace the change. Embrace the challenge. Get past the fear. Do the actions because taking the action is far less scarier than living with the feeling of being helpless against your fear, being a victim of the thought of your fear. So that's what I have for you today. And I've been smiling this whole time like because I just love a challenge. Um, anyway, if you absolutely love this podcast, or even if you kind of like the so-so, give me a five-star rating. <laughs> you know what? Leave a review because the... Uh, the happy algorithms at Apple, iTunes, and Spotify will see that uh, people are actually engaging and they'll open it up to more people and we could reach more people and help more people together by you leaving reviews and ratings on this. And if you like it, definitely share it on social media. Uh, share it with your friends. Tell everybody, you know what? Drop me a line. I would love to know what you think. More and more people have been reaching out to me. You know, texting me, calling me, emailing me, you know, like I run into them. They're like, I love your podcast. Um, so I'm absolutely, you know, and that, that, that motivates me. It wants to make me keep going to help people live their success. Anyway, have an amazing day. I believe in you. <laughs>